Hi, welcome back to another episode of Cycling Talk Podcast with me, George Mahoney. Today I'm joined by Scottish rider for Timo Racing, Corin Carrick Anderson. It was great to be able to watch an upcoming rider like Corin this cyclocross and mountain bike season, and he's achieved so much at such a young age. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the GCN app, and I would just love it if you would go and give me a follow. And all episodes of the podcast are available wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you for joining me today, Corin. Thanks for having me. What's your first memory of being on a bike? Uh, I think my first memory is kind of from me on kind of like a push-along bike. Uh, I think I remember back from nursery and cool wheelies on it and uh, some, some memories of being in the wood display on it as well. I think some of them have come through looking back at photos and then, but yeah, I do have some memories of uh, yeah riding on my push-along bike. And what's the first bike that you remember being really excited about? There was one time on my birthday, I remember in my old house, I was, came downstairs and I had a new bike laid out in the hall. I can't remember the, the brand, but it was, it was blue and I was really excited about it just because it was like the first proper bike I'd had. Were you part of a local club? Yeah, I was part of Peebles Cycling Club. Um, mm. I didn't used to live in Peebles. I lived about an hour away, but we came every Saturday to, to ride with them. Uh, and then eventually we ended up moving to Peebles because, well, it was just easier to ride here. But uh, yeah, but I was always part of Peebles Club, even though I didn't live here. Did you just move to Peebles just because of uh, the club? Yeah, we moved mainly because uh, me and my dad were travelling, you know, once or twice a week to ride at Glentress. My dad would come another day with his friends. And uh, it, was, it was an hour here from where we used to live. So it was just like we were coming here most days. So we ended up moving just so, uh, yeah, we were right next to the biking everywhere. What sort of riding were you doing with your family and with the club? With my family, uh, we would do more kind of gravel rides uh, around fire roads. And we used to go to Aviemore on holiday and kind of ride around the gravel paths there. And uh, we did trail sometimes, but it was normally more mellow stuff. And with the club, uh, it was every Saturday, uh, two hours of riding. Uh, it was around Glentrest and in groups of kind of your ability. And um, yeah, it was always named to move up to that next group of a mm. higher ability and yeah how did you get into racing and what was your first race like my dad was a downhill racer and then when we started cycling with Peebles Cycling Club they would always host races uh, every Thursday night in summer for a few weeks uh, which was the Peebles Cycling Dirt Grits and I think one of them was my first race and I was pretty young and I remember my dad ran around behind me <laughs> uh, <laughs> around the lap to make sure I didn't fall off or anything so yeah I was really young but that was kind of my first race I wasn't really racing it but yeah how did your training change once you started to race more well, I think when I was younger it wasn't it wasn't really training it was just you know I was just going riding with my dad whenever and then as it got a bit more serious maybe under 16s I was more with Scottish cycling and they would do some coaching days and then I got a coach from Scottish cycling but it was still pretty uh pretty much more go and ride your bike rather than set, set uh, training. What was your first Scottish champs race like? I was trying to remember my first one. I'm not sure if this is it, but it was when I, when I was under 12, uh, mountain biking. Yeah, unfortunately, I punctured. It didn't go that great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do, I do remember that one. 
I was racing with someone who I still race now, Rory Maguire, and so yeah, then I punctured. How did you manage your training and racing around your education? I was pretty lucky that when I had my kind of more serious exams, I was still pretty young, so uh, I was never never had like a big training load when I was at school, but uh, I would always just I'd fit the rides in after school and any homework or study I had would just try and fit around there. And what was your first British national race like? I remember just when you get there, the atmosphere it felt way more serious than any race I'd done before, but it was like quite cool and just doing course practice and everything. I was graded last uh, and I had a terrible start, but it was a really good race. I kind of just rode through having no idea what position I was in, which just kind of made it nicer because I wasn't thinking about that. And then I think I finished in sixth, so I was pretty happy with that uh, when I was first year under 14. And how did you feel when you had your first national podium? Yeah, so that was the same year. It was favourite races, actually, still. It was super wet and just, like, so muddy and slidey that it was pretty carnage. Like, there was loads of crashes. People were crashing everywhere. So I had no idea what position I was in, even until the end. I was just trying to stay on my bike and stay upright. And, yeah, I finished. And someone was like, oh, you were third. And I was like, what? And, yeah, that was that was exciting. And what was it like the first time that you won the Scottish Champs? Yeah, that was actually the end of that year as well. I was not, I wasn't expecting to win it or anything. And I think uh, Jamie Johnson, who'd be winning all the races that year, he didn't have a, he had a pretty bad day. And I was racing again with with Rory, and I just remember at the end just being like, ah, oh, I seem to go as hard as I can now. And I think it was really close at the end. But yeah, when I won, it felt like, like it was such a big win for me at the time that yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. And what do you remember about your first national win? Yeah, that was uh, at Shrewsbury National. I think uh, that that whole cross season, I'd been I'd been kind of steadily improving. I started with fifth, and then next race was fourth, and just before Shrewsbury, I got a second. So I was aiming for that next win, the first win. And in the race, I think I got a little gap in the middle of the race, and I was like, oh, just try and push it to the end. But I got caught last lap, mm. and I, I can't really remember at the end how I got. Uh, how I got a gap again but yeah I literally had like five seconds and yeah it was pretty cool to celebrate for the first time at a national. And then not long after that you became the CX national champion at Cycling Park. Tell me about that win. Yeah that was even though I'd won the national the week before like I still no one really expected it. I kind of I had a, I was slightly believing that I could do it but uh, yeah it was such a fast race at Cycle Park. It was those three of us uh, going around for most of the race and I can't remember much of the race to be honest apart from it was on the last lap maybe about two minutes from the end of the hurdles and uh, I was the only one out of us to hop the hurdles and I just like went as hard as I could all the way to the finish and yeah when I won it was it was pretty crazy I remember mum and dad saying they were watching from the pits and yeah mm-hmm. it was pretty exciting just everyone yeah it was cool uh, you went on to win every round of the national series and win the national champs in the mountain bike that's just incredible did you expect to do so well at the start of the season thanks yeah I mean the year before I had a pretty good season um so I was definitely looking to be you know in the fight for the wins at most of the races but like to pull off a win in every round like it couldn't get better than that so yeah I was really happy with it and you did European champs that year and you finished 15th after starting 51st on the grid Rife Charlie supported you to do this. How did Rife Charlie help you and what can you tell me about your experience? Yeah, so it was 
uh, there was three of us in like my team and we all would provide for Charlie and uh, they helped fund our travel and our accommodation and everything. And Ride for Charlie actually funded a lot of my international trips uh, so far and it's really helped me uh, get so much experience. Uh, but yeah, at that race, we actually, we had a small time trial to work out our grading and it started raining for the last like 20 riders and I was one of them. So my time in the time trial was really slow. Uh, so to be honest, when I finished 15th, I was really happy just because, well, the course was amazing. So it was a really good race and I was just happy to get a good race in the whole way through and ride smoothly. So yeah, when I finished top 15, I was, I was happy with that. I think it was crazy when I was researching for your questions, it was kind of crazy to see how your results just suddenly jumped up after you won at Shrewsbury. And then you just had all of these really good results in that year. Yeah, that's true, actually, because my first, that was my first national win. And then, like, for the rest of the year, I think I won every, until this next cross season, I won every national I did. Uh, so, yeah, that's true. That was a good, that was a pretty good year for me. Do you think that the win at Shrewsbury kind of boosted your confidence for the rest of the year? Yeah, it definitely gave me confidence that I could, you know, win one of those races. Mm. And, uh, yeah, confidence is quite a big thing in our sport, just to know you can do it. Can you talk me through your 2019 cross season and how did you feel going into it after having such a good mountain bike season? Yes, yeah, so that was my first year moving up to junior. So it was, it was quite, I was quite nervous because it's your first mm-hmm. time trying to, you can do World Cups and everything. So my main focus was to try and get selected for some World Cups and just see how I could do in the Nationals. I didn't really put any pressure on myself, uh, especially the first year in that category. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, I had a pretty good year getting slides for most of the World Cups and World Champs. Uh, and I think I won one National. So, yeah, it was a pretty good year for me still. So then lockdown happened. Uh, how was your motivation affected and how did you deal with there being uh, no racing? Yeah, I think my, my motivation wasn't too bad. I just kind of enjoyed riding my bike around here. Uh, the trails were closed, which wasn't that great, but it was just cool to explore kind of new places like fire roads and roads the roads were so quiet so it was great to get some new roads looped in and it was the first time in a very long time that I didn't have races like almost every weekend so it was kind of nice to just be at home for a while uh, even though it wasn't in the best circumstances. During lockdown you joined Team Air Racing how did that come about? Yes we kind of know new Tracy uh, as a family and my sister had joined for the, the cross season just before uh, but that was kind of, it was too early to kind of get everything sorted for me. So I knew through the cross season that I was going to be joining the team for summer. But yeah, it's been, it's been great so far getting like the best equipment and everything each year. It's been, it's been really good. You managed to get out to Europe at the end of 2020 for a few XC races and some training. Can you tell me about that? Yes, I went out with my family twice I think uh it was actually quite easy at that point when everything started opening up again they hadn't uh, put in serious measures about what you needed I remember it was a bit weird we were one of the first people to try and get back out to Europe again but it was actually pretty straightforward the races it was it was pretty tricky getting straight back into racing I didn't do that great initially but I did keep improving over time and then towards the end of the season I went out with GB to do a block um, and then that's when I got some really good consistent results. Uh, you raced the world champs as well. First you did the team relay and finished fifth, and then you did the junior race. 
and got 17th, even though you had a mechanical. What was the experience like and how were these two races? Yeah, the team really, it was really cool to be part of a team race. Uh, I was kind of nervous going into it because it's not just your race that, that you're riding for, it's the whole team. But I remember it was like, a, it was a crazy world because it was really muddy and the conditions were pretty crazy. Uh, and I loved it on the team really day. It was just like, try and stay on your bike and go as fast as you can while you did that. And that, there are some of my favourite conditions, but for the uh, cross country, it turned really thick and we had to run up quite a few of the climbs and the mud was so thick, it was knocking all our chains off. So uh, yeah, that was the mechanics I had. I had quite a lot of chains off, but most of the riders had that as well because uh, of the thick mud. It was quite annoying, but it was still, it was a great race still. How did it feel to wear the GB jersey at the World Champs? Yeah, when I was younger, I always looked at, you know, the GB jersey as something that I wanted to wear at a race and be part of. So the first time you get your GB kit and against it, it, it's really exciting. You always like, you know, you're trying it on, seeing everything fits. And yeah, it's kind of something that I worked for toward, uh, towards for a long time. So yeah, to finally be able to wear, wear it at World Champs is you started your cross season that year with seventh at the first World Cup. That must have been a great experience to do those cyclocross World Cups as a junior. Yeah, that, that uh, World Cup was tricky actually because GB was meant to, we were meant to go out with British Cycling, but uh, it was been quite a difficult time for COVID still. So I went out with my dad and yeah, just trying to work out where everything was. But I was, I was pretty happy with my results. And I was hoping it was something that I would be able to, to build on in the season. Um, but unfortunately, all the, all the international races for us got cancelled after that, uh, as well as Worlds, which is, yeah, that wasn't a great time. Because I think during lockdown, quite a lot of my focus was just like, oh, in a year we've got Cross Worlds and I'll try and focus on that. But so when that got cancelled, I was like, oh, what's next? How did you deal with that mentally? I think... As a junior, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I still had another year of junior in mountain bike, and I just used to, to kind of refocus, start to train again, because you know before you know it, the mountain bike race will start coming round, and you'll you'll have forgotten that uh, those crossroads were gone. You became the national champ again in the mountain bike in 2021, as well as competing out in Europe for GB a lot of times, and sometimes with help from Rive Charlie. How do you organise these trips to Europe? And is it difficult at some points with the COVID situation? So when I went with, I went with my parents a couple of times and to us each time was pretty different with how difficult it was to get out. Mm. It was just kind of constantly checking the rules and working out what COVID tests you need. And it was always quite scary because a lot of people that we were kind of meant to go with ended up kind of like cancelling their trips. And then we kind of get nervous that we were just being a bit silly, but they all went as smoothly as we could have but we got pretty well organized and just made sure we had everything at uh, all the borders that was good but then when I go with GB I'm pretty lucky that most of the stuff gets organized for me and if something goes wrong it's normally not me that has to sorry I so yeah I just do what I'm told on those trips and yeah it makes it a lot easier. You competed in some of the junior world series races and the world champs firstly can you talk me through these junior world series races? Yeah, to be honest, that year, uh, well, just last year, I had a pretty up and down season. I had some really good races, some races where I felt really good, but I had mechanicals or crashes that didn't let me show the results that I thought I could have got. And then I had a period of time in summer where I just wasn't really 
getting good results or performances and I wasn't sure why but uh yeah overall I was pretty happy with how it went anyway and it was it's great experience just racing all these junior world series races and I got to do quite a lot which I was really fortunate to do. You finished sixth of the world champs what did you like about the course and were you happy with that result? Yeah I was really happy with that result uh after that year I had I hadn't had a good race for quite a while so to finally get a good performance in at Worlds was, was really good. Um, I really liked the course. It was pretty hilly. There was one technical climb uh, and one kind of just more push-hard climb. And but the descent was technical as well. So it suited me pretty pretty well. And yeah, I started a bit further back in the grid and just rode my way through the race. And yeah, just that's one of my best races, I think. Just the way I felt and how I rode it, I was really happy with it. So this cross season, you moved up into under-23 and you started with a ninth at Derby, but things went a bit wrong in the race. What happened? I think I was just pretty rusty after the year before and having a full cross season. Mm. and ran my cross bike loads uh, because Worlds was pretty close. Mountain bike Worlds was pretty close to Derby, so I'd only just started riding my cross bike after Worlds and I just kept crashing, mm. um, hopping the hurdles. I crashed once. I just crashed on a couple of flat corners, hitting my pedal off the ground. Uh, my chain fell off a couple of times. So, yeah, it just didn't go well at all. But you had a strong race at Milnthorpe and you got third. And then you took the win at Calendar Park and you took the series leaders jersey. Can you talk to me about both of these races? Yeah, so at Milnthorpe, I kind of started in my, the same way I raced Dari, which wasn't great. I had a bad start and then I crashed about a minute into the race. I was like, oh, what am I doing? But after that, uh, I caught up with the chasing group and we chased for the rest, chased for the rest of the race with two guys up front. Uh, we never quite caught them, but yeah, I sprinted to uh, win out of that group for third, which I was happy with after such a, a bad start. And then, yeah, Calendar Park, I, was, I felt really good that day, started well, and I was at the front from the start. And then the guy I was riding with at the front had a mechanical, so I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go now. And I spent most of the race just off the front so it was, yeah that was a really good race for me and I was really happy to win mm. and yeah especially take the, the leader's jersey I never really go into the season I never expected to be in that jersey and it was the first time I've ever worn the leader's jersey so yeah taking that yellow into the next round was really exciting yeah I was there and I watched that race and I also raced there and it was such a cool course there because that was the first national trophy that they had done there and I think they did a really good job of organizing it yeah, I did really like the course. Um, quite a lot of steep banks mm. and uh, some little steep descents, which is really fun. I, that was one of my favourite courses of the season, to be honest. You went off and competed in Coppenberg Cross. What was that like? Yeah, Coppenberg Cross is one of the ones that I've, over the last few years, I've always wanted to do it, but I hadn't done it before. But it was really hard, like such a steep climb and it was really slippy as well. It was just trying to find grip on the cobbles. And the rest of the course was really muddy this year uh, so it was pretty heavy and hard on the legs as well so yeah it was a hard race but I was doing pretty good that day and I was happy to just finish outside the top 10 in my first under 23 race abroad. Uh, you then did your first elite world cup over Isa. that must have been a massive thing for you. Yeah I never I never really planned to do elite world cup this year but it came up at a good time because it was mm. the same time as Koppenberg and it was my first elite race uh, in Belgium so to be honest my aim was just to try and finish all the laps of their game pulled 
and I managed to do that. But it was a it was a really hard course, but good course as well. Pretty technical, like and a lot of climbing. So it did suit me pretty well. But I was happy to yeah just finish it. And then you did the next under twenty three World Cup at Tabor, and you finished uh, in the top fifteen. You must have been really happy with that. Yeah, I was happy with the top fifteen. Um, it was actually it was a really hard race. I felt like I was just going flat out for the full 15 minutes it was a really fast course I needed a lot of commitment on the, the corners yeah I just felt like I was on my limit the whole way around just trying to stay in the top 15 um so yeah when I did finish that I did lose a sprint for 14 which was a bit annoying but yeah I was happy with top 15 years I was mm-hmm. kind of just hoping for top 20s a good race this year so to get a top 15 in my first World Cup was good it was second for you in a sprint finish for the win at round four of the Cyclocross National Trophy in Sunderland, but you kept the series leaders jersey and then another second at Gravesend that kept you in both the Elite and Under 23 series lead. Did you expect to have such a good season as a first year Under 23? No, Scott, I didn't really know what to expect coming to Under 23, and, but I definitely did not expect to uh, win the series or anything like that. So yeah, when that came about at Falkirk, I was definitely just trying to do well each round to mm-hmm. keep that jersey. And yeah, luckily I did. And I think I was a bit I was a bit gutted to lose out in that sprint at Sunderland by such a small margin. But then to finish in Gravesend backed up good results. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was happy with that. And you also did Clamfield CX on the Gravesend weekend. Did you like the course there? Yeah, that was a it was a really cool course. It was so so many corners and it was in quite a small area, so it was just really tight corners everywhere and really short bursts of speed that you needed. Um, and it ended up being pretty slippy for our race. So it was actually really tricky, but yeah, it was a really good course. I did enjoy it. And 14th view at the iconic and muddy Namor. How did you find the technical course? I think that's probably my favourite cross course. Um, I just love how technical it is. It feels, it feels a bit like you should be on a mountain bike and not a cross bike sometimes, which I think is really cool. Uh, yeah, to get 14th, I was happy to kind of back up my 15th from Tabor. And yeah, I was just happy to stay upright, to be honest, because it was challenging conditions. I think there was quite a lot of crashes. Can you talk me through your racing period out in Belgium over the Christmas time? Yeah, so I went out with uh, my mum, dad and my sister. And it was pretty full on just organising for each race. And once you're into the thick of it, it was kind of get ready for a race, race. And then you've got another race the next day. So it's kind of re-prep the bikes, organize again, and then go again. So it was really full on in the middle, especially because it was our first time at all the races. So we didn't really know uh, where to sign on and where to park exactly. But yeah, it was it was a really good experience to get that racing and then so much racing in just one week. I think my, my results weren't super good as I got pretty tired towards the end of it. But yeah, it was worth it for such a, so many races and such a good experience. Uh, you came fifth at the national champs. Were you pleased with that result? Yeah, I think that was it was the best I could do on that kind of day. Uh, the course was just super tough, as you probably know. Mm. And yeah, I'm not I'm not amazing at that kind of mud yet. So just to keep fighting for that fifth, we were, I, was, I was quite a bit off uh, the top four, but then to hold off everyone else, I was, I was happy with that, as I didn't feel like I could do much better. It was very much a power course, and like in the youth races a lot of the uh like road riders one so it's difficult yeah. if you're more of an off-road rider 
on a course like that. Yeah, it was a lot of long efforts just mm. grinding through the mud, which uh, is not my favourite thing to do, but <laughs> you got to love it anyway. <laughs> what are your goals for 2022? Yeah, I think as a first year, I'm 23 again for a mountain bike. I'm just going to try and, you know, wait, wait and see how I do in the first few races before I set any more specific goals. But it's more just to keep learning, uh, mm. keep learning in, in these races and ride more World Cups and do my first elite races uh, in mountain bike, which will be, yeah, we be pretty intense. But yeah, it's more just about learning and then I'll see how yeah, the rest of the season goes before I think about the rest of the rest. And where do you see yourself in five years' time? Hopefully I'll still be racing well um, if everything goes to plan. But if not, I think I'd still probably like to be part of the cycling industry. I'm not sure where it would be, but yeah, I think I do just love cycling, so I'd like mm. to be some kind of part of it. What's your favourite race you've ever done? I think, well, I mentioned one of them earlier when I was just first year under 14 at Bill's uh, Wells. That was one of my favorite, favorite conditions and uh, crazy, but also probably Namur as well this year. I just remember I was on one of the descents and I was just kind of thinking to myself, oh, this is, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another woman has to be Wells just because like the way I felt and was riding, it just makes everything feel better and more fun. So probably, probably those three. And is there a race that you would like to do that you haven't done yet? I think... Uh, in mountain bike, I'd just quite like to do all of the, I've done a few of the iconic mountain bike courses, but I'd like to do more, more World Cups, like some in, one in Lenzerheide, or I'd definitely like to do some courses in America or Canada, like Mont and Anne. Uh, but yeah, they're probably the main ones that I'd like to do. Where do you like to ride for fun? Just around where I live, to be honest. Uh, Glentress, I love riding Glen Glentress and all the trails there. I know them so well now that I can, like it, it feels good just to go fast on them because I know where everything is. And then we've got more than Glentress this year as well. We've got loads of trails everywhere. So yeah, to be honest, if I wanted to ride anywhere, it'd probably be around here. Who's your favourite current rider? I think apart from, like, you got to love Pidcock and Van Aert and Vanderpool, but in the mountain bike, I really like how Fluffiger rides, Matthias Fluffiger. Mm. He just sends it all dense. And yeah, I remember one of his big crashes in the Alps that a few years ago just because he was going too fast but yeah I like that committed riding uh, and also having seen me in the moment but he just he's got such a strong mindset and I think mm. that's really cool as well. And who's your favourite rider of all time? Well since I've been watching started watching professional cross country and that it's still basically the same riders so I think that to look at it from when I started watching to now I have to look up to just people like Neil Scherer who's mm. been in it for so long and he's still winning now. Uh, and I have been following this bike in the races. You can see that as well. So I think that's really cool. What's your advice for young riders? I think everyone says it, but just to have fun on the bike is really important. But also just to, to work on your skills. Because I think as you get older, it's hard to learn those skills. So if you're working them as you're younger and really develop those main skills you need on a bike, uh, when you're older, it'll be way easier to you know ride fast. Do you have any tips for young riders that want to learn how to bunny hop the boards? Oh, bunny hop. Uh, yeah, I think learning how to manual is quite important first, or at least get a, a bit of a manual on, because that's the first step of the bunny hop. Um, so practicing that first, kind of just leaning, pushing down and back and really pushing with your legs. And then, yeah, getting over that second bit. 
not really sure how to explain it, but yeah, there's some good some good videos on it. But I think manual is one of the really important skills to learn uh, to start a bunny hop. You've got five minutes before you head down to the start of a race. What's on your playlist to get you motivated? To be honest, before a race, I don't listen to too much music. But if I if I was, it would definitely be be something quite uh, you know, it's got a good beat and get gets you kind of hyped in the head. Uh, just to get really focused on the race and get excited. And I feel like when I'm when I'm more excited and a bit got a bit of nerves, uh, that's when I normally perform best. Thank you for joining me today, Karen. No problem. Thank you for having me on. I hope you enjoyed listening. I can't wait to see what Corin achieves in the future. And thank you so much to him for being on. Please could you leave a review on this episode? It would mean so much to me to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening. See you on the bike.